Hello and welcome into the Recruiting Blitz. I am Greg Smith, Senior Recruiting Analyst here at Inside Nebraska, and I am joined once again by uh, digital content extraordinaire and staff writer Jansen Coburn. Jansen, how are you, man? Man, I'm good, Greg. How are you, man? Oh, I'm pretty good. Like, it's, it's you know, another weekend. We're kind of getting ready to kind of transition into spring football. So it's always kind of an exciting time, but it's always a little weird because you're coming out of what was a little bit of a slower time, even though it didn't feel like it with Nebraska recruiting and some of the things that were going on um, and really transitioning into kind of a, a solid, steady flow uh, of stuff happening both on and off the field with the team. So it's a good time. I feel like this is like a little bit of the calm before the storm, but I'm I'm excited to get started here yeah definitely uh as of this weekend there was a small i think this is the end of the quiet period correct so they yeah had, the dead period is over now yeah so they had a very small group of guys that came on campus and visited i think it was four that we were able to confirm and you got to talk to three of the four if my list is correct carter nelson who needs no introduction <laughs> isaiah mcmorris who husker fans are familiar with as well out of bellevue west uh, Gibson Pyle, an offensive lineman from Houston, Texas, and then Ryan Ward, a unoffered tight end from New Jersey. So you got to talk to three of those four, Carter Nelson being the one who doesn't talk a lot to media. So um, run down the list. Who did you talk to um, and what did you hear from each of them? Yeah, it's it's interesting because, you know, it, it was a smaller weekend, especially as we're leading up to the big, what, March 24th, 25th kind of weekend where they do that big junior day. Um, but it was an effective weekend. This is it's really interesting to me because for sure, Nelson and McMorris are two guys that are at the top of their position groups for Nebraska for the 2024 class. Both guys, um, by the way, are also scheduled to come back for the, that big junior day at the end of, of March here. Um, so in my opinion, it's a huge deal to get both of those guys on campus ahead of that big day so that they can continue to build those relationships. Anytime especially for Carter Nelson, um, considering how, and we talked about this last week's video about how his recruitment has blown up. Um, anytime you get him on campus for Nebraska, it's a good thing because you get him in with Bob Wager, get him in um, with Coach Matt Rule and build those relationships and, and Marcus Satterfield as well, right? Um, Isaiah McMorris is a little bit in the in the same way as he's got a <laughs> lot of visits coming up this spring to a lot of really quality programs as his, his recruitment has elevated. And what McMorris told me, is that this weekend has was really about him getting to meet face to face with wide receiver coach Garrett McGuire, right? And he said, and this is a quote, the vibes were great. Um, and he had a good time. Um, and so that's a really good thing uh for that because you want as McMorris has continued to blossom kind of as a recruit, and he's got Penn State, Minnesota, a number of other offers, and he's gonna go visit all of those schools. Um, you want Nebraska to stay close and in that one, and it sounds like they are, which is a really good thing. Now, I know that people also love to hear that. They say, hey, wide receivers and tight ends are great, but tell me about the big boys. I'm going to get there now. Gibson Pyle um, is a really good prospect out of Texas. Um, I think he projects as a tackle in college and he's got offers i think it's 23 offers if i'm if i'm remembering correctly from coast to coast right um all over the place uh and so that's a good thing to get him on campus and one of the things that he told me or two of the things that i thought really stood out 
one, he loved his time um, with offensive line coach Donovan Rayola. I think that anytime that you hear of a guy really bonding with with the position coach, that's good. He said they got on the whiteboard and looked at film, and he really liked his coaching style. So that's always good. And I think the even more important thing is is that Gibson said that he's kind of leaving it open to either come back for the spring game, either for an official visit because players can't take official visits for that spring game weekend on April twenty second, or take his spring his official to Nebraska in the summer in June. But either way, he's going to take an official to Nebraska, and that, that's a really good sign coming off of that visit. Um, and last but not least, you mentioned Ryan Ward, who's an unoffered tight end from New Jersey. And I think it's interesting to me because for that one, because you want to always have guys kind of in the queue, right? You always want to have guys that you can turn to just in case things don't work out. Um, but also if you end up liking that player and Ryan doesn't have an offer. And he told me that Matt rule and those guys told him that the reason he doesn't have an offer is because they want to see just a little bit more on the football field from him going forward. And he'll have an opportunity to earn that offer. Uh, he's a little bit more under the radar at this time. So, you know, there's time for him to earn that offer. So if he would uh, eventually play his way into an offer, do you think Nebraska would take both him and Carter Nelson? Or do you think they're looking to just take one tight end? Where do you think they're going with that? I do. I think that Nebraska ends up having two tight ends in this class. Um, obviously, Carter Nelson is the number one target there. Um, but Ian Flint out of uh, Texas, who's also been on campus a couple of times, he has a, a family tie with his sister Amelia being on the track team um, just starting this year. Um, I think that Ian is, I have a future cast in for him to pick Nebraska. Um, he's also going to be in town for Mar that March 25th uh, big junior day. Um, it wouldn't be surprised to see him in Nebraska's class uh, sometime before the summer. Summer, um, is over. Uh, so I think that they end up taking two. And I think the ideal situation is Nelson and Flint. And then we'll see kind of what happens with Ward because you just never know. He's also a kid that he's a big kid, like 6'5", 240. Um, he could also, you know, switch positions, which is something we'll talk about here a little bit later and something that this staff really likes to do. So you just never know. You keep those options open as you see guys blossom during their senior years. Yeah, definitely. And uh, going back to Gibson Pyle, big offensive lineman from Texas, another Texas boy, Matt Rule brought in. A uh, lot of offers. I think you said it was at 23 and he projects at tackle. How serious do you think he is about potentially coming in Nebraska? And if Nebraska's in the mix, who might be some of their competition to land his services? Yeah, I, I definitely think that Nebraska's in the mix there, and I think that Nebraska made a really good impression on him this weekend and kind of vaulted themselves up the list um, as well. I have the one thing I forgot to mention that he told me about too is the facilities. Like we're now in that in that in a really good spot with the facilities that are being built and that will kind of open this summer, right? That it's no longer a hey down the road we'll be able to get into this thing. The guys that are in this twenty four class will spend their entire careers in that facility, um, and so that ends up being a big deal, right? So he mentioned that. A a lot and he said that Nebraska he thinks Nebraska will have the best facilities in the country um, once those are done so keep an eye on that too um, but I do think that Nebraska is right there in the mix for him some of the other schools that he he kind of told me about ahead of his visit that he also wants to go and check out um, he's going to go to Northwestern um, Arizona State is kind of in the mix um, North Carolina which is a team that you know has been on the rise a little bit under Mac Brown they, they're in the mix um, Stanford is another program that has done really well with offensive linemen obviously um, throughout you know, these last 10 or so years, that's another school that's in the mix for pile too. So he's Nebraska's got some pretty good competition there, but I do think that they're, they're definitely in the mix uh, for Gibson pile, which is a great thing to keep that Texas pipeline rolling. 
And then some of those other guys we talked about, obviously the in-state guys, Carter Nelson and Isaiah McMorris, their recruitment's far from over. Most of these guys' recruitments are far from over and they're going to take some other visits. Do you think any of them could be back later on in the month for the big visit weekend? Do you know anything about that or potentially some of these guys coming back for the spring game? Yeah, I, well, both both Nelson and McMorris are confirmed by me to come back um, for the big visit weekend in March. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if either of them popped up for the spring game as well. But I think the next step is getting them back on campus for that big junior day in March, because it, we'll continue to talk about that more and more as we get closer. But the one thing that I do want to keep in mind about that day is that it really tells you if that's going to tell us kind of Nebraska's board, right? And who they view as their top guys. And that also signals that to the players, right? If you're a guy that's coming in that weekend with all those big time players, you're going to look around and be like, oh, this is what this could be like if we all kind of came here and it shows me that the team is really serious about bringing me in. I, that that weekend is going to be a really big deal. Yeah. And I'll spare you asking the question this episode uh -oh. of how many guys are going to bring in. Cause that's, We'll talk about that more right. as the time gets near, but that's going to be fun one to talk about all the talent that they're bringing in there. Right. But um, as of the day that this video is going out, which will be tomorrow, which as you're hearing this, it's Monday, <laughs> it's two weeks from spring ball. And you and I were talking about it. And it's interesting because they brought in a lot of new recruits that project possibly at several different positions. And I thought that that would be an interesting topic of conversation to talk about some of those versatile players that are in the 2023 class or maybe transferred. So let's, let's start with the recruits, right? That yeah. Nebraska signed in 2023. Who are some guys that not necessarily are competing in spring ball might, they might be in spring ball, but they also might be coming in at fall camp. Who are some of the guys that are versatile and could play a couple different positions and what positions would those be? Yeah, it's funny. The the first guy, when you think about this to me, that I, that kind of comes to mind is Eric Fields, a guy that we've talked about um, and the coaching staff has as well. He'll be here this summer, um, but he can either play linebacker, like kind of that one of those two middle linebackers or end up playing kind of that rover, um, that middle guy in the back five. We don't know the actual name of it yet, but it has been the rover um, in the past, right? Is I think that he could play either of those spots um, and he actually has a chance to really see the field early. Um, another guy that I'm really interested in kind of along the lines of scrimmage and we've already heard about a couple of different positions and he's not here yet it's Jason Machachok uh the big offensive slash defensive lineman like where does he end up playing um and I think that that's kind of a unique thing in this recruiting class is that there are a couple of guys that could play either offensive or defensive line in this class and I think that that's kind of good as Nebraska really and Matt Rule has talked about this a couple of times in the press conferences we've had since signing day is that as they're kind of getting ready to build this program up and they they just need as much flexibility as possible, I think it was on purpose that they sought out so many guys that could do different things because you just never know how it's going to break, right? And you don't know what they have on the team and all of that and how those puzzle pieces are going to fit together. Um, so a guy like, even a guy like Prince Will Umanyelin, right, who is, is um, he was labeled as a defensive end um, coming out of high school. He could play some outside linebacker. He's got kind of the, um, the bend <laughs> to get 
get really technical or kind of the physical attributes to be able to play in space, but you just don't know. Maverick Noonan is is the same way, right? Kid right here from here out of Elkhorn South. Does he play defensive end? Does he go out to the edge? Do they continue to bulk him up? Um, the same with Cameron Linhart. Like, and we're talking a lot about guys on the line of scrimmage. And I think that that's a great thing um, as we kind of move forward as guys that have a lot of position flexibility. Quentin Ives um, is another guy, kind of a skill position guy. Is, is With him being 6'3", six, 6'4", six, does he stay at running back? Can he play like a slot receiver? Does he play a combination of both? Like, how does that work out? Um, I think a lot of those guys have bright futures, but first they've got to kind of figure out where they're going to actually play. Yeah, a lot of those guys could play various positions on the same side of the ball, but are there any guys, maybe skilled guys, that could play both ways that you could see switching either offense or defense? Man, that's tough. You know, the funny thing is the first guy that kind of comes to mind on that is uh, is Malachi Coleman. Um, you could see it. The only problem, and I've said this before here, elsewhere, all over the place, I still think that wide receiver is where he needs to stay. I think that he's got like first round NFL draft pick potential as a wide receiver if he unlocks that. But I understand why people see his size and speed and say, hey, let's bulk him up a little bit and let him be kind of a terror off the edge. I, I totally understand that. And I get the, the allure for him, too, because he's talked about that, too, about, you know, kind of asking the coaches if he can get a couple plays on defense, too. We'll see how that goes. Uh, it's really tough to do but I would I would like to see him stay at wide receiver but he could be one of those guys I think you're right I think he is a receiver he reminds me of DK Metcalf when he goes yeah. up for some contested balls now there's there's players on the roster now and there's a new set of eyes watching these guys so they're gonna these new coaches are gonna have their own evaluations of these players that are already here and there's some good athletes on Nebraska's football team. It seems like there has been for the past couple <laughs> seasons, and it just hasn't clicked for the team. Who are some of the current players that Matt Rule didn't necessarily recruit? They were already here that could be candidates for some position switches or could just show some versatility in spring ball. Yeah, I think that this is this is going to be a, a question that I definitely think comes up when we talk to Matt Rule, um, depending on when you end up watching this. Um, we're going to talk to him, like you said, on Monday. Uh, I definitely think this is coming up, and it's going to be one of the biggest topics of spring football, in part because Matt Rule has talked about it a lot, right? He talks about that being kind of a secret sauce to rebuilding programs, is finding out guys' true positions and getting them in that right spot. One of the guys that comes to mind for me um, is right here uh, from Lincoln, Jake Applegate. He came in to Nebraska as an edge. Boy, I saw him catch a lot of touchdown passes um, <laughs> during his high school career. Could he end up moving over to tight end, right? I think as Nebraska continues to try to build up the depth there, um, and, and there's a lot of question marks, even at those top-end guys, Eric Gilbert and, and Thomas Fedoni, you still don't quite know, right? A.J. Rollins, James Carney, there's other guys in the mix. I could see Applegate being in the mix there. Um, another guy... You made, and it made me think of this when you said guys that were really good athletes that we just haven't seen it from yet. Like Randolph Kapai, right, was a, a four-star recruit coming into Nebraska. Like he's played linebacker or been in that linebacker room here. Like could he be a guy that moves to kind of that rover role that Nebraska has had? Or could he play that safety? Because there were come some questions coming out of high school whether or not he'd stay big enough to play linebacker or if he would move to safety. Um, so I'm kind of curious about him. And then kind of sticking in that same area, um, Deshaun Singleton, a guy 
guy that, that our guy, Steve Mark, loves Deshaun Singleton. He loved him last year. He still likes that guy. Um, but we didn't see him a ton. Could he move down a little bit? Could he go from safety to play edge to maybe play a little bit on that um, that hybrid outside linebacker role and maybe get after the quarterback a little bit? Like, I'm really curious on that. Like, I, I do think that there are candidates on this team to move around. And like I said, that's going to be a really interesting thing to come all the way uh, through this spring football session to see who moves position. Yeah, only two weeks away. It's going to be fun to watch and see how all that plays out. And then obviously we'll have a better idea as spring goes on. We'll have more to talk about. But uh, that's all I got for you today, Greg. Yeah, another good one, man. And I, I think that I'm I'm excited about spring football. I think that obviously a lot of there's going to be a lot of interest um, going through with Matt Rule's first spring football. Um, there's a lot going on with recruiting. It feels like everything that happens is kind of a first still, right? Like you know, you have this this big junior day coming up here at the end of the month. You you got spring football starting, so there's a lot going on. So make sure you guys keep it locked to this YouTube channel, like this video, uh, subscribe to the channel so that you get these videos directly in your feed, and keep it locked over at Inside uh, Nebraska at nebraska.rivals.com. We will catch you guys later.